with a thousand things on our to-do lists, a lot of us are doing life on constant autopilot, forgetting to care for ourselves, feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. I strive to help you, the everyday woman, to stop and to embrace the power of effective self-care in order to reduce overwhelm and anxiety and find fulfillment in your everyday life. I'm Sarah Miller, and I'm here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you, all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join me for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. I'm Sarah, and you're listening to the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm ex- I am so excited to have a guest here with me today. Today, I have Brittany with me from the Meant to Bloom podcast. Um, so, Brittany, do you want to take a second to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Brittany Clarkson. Thank you so much for having me today. I have been blogging on Meant to Bloom for several years now, and this last year we switched over to podcasting. Um, I specialize in helping moms overcoming their overwhelm so that they can make room to find peace and joy and actually enjoy their motherhood. Love it. So how did you land there? How did you get there? You know, you said you've been blogging for several years. I know I'm in a similar boat. I just hit about six years, which is crazy. Um, but I would love to hear more about your journey to figuring out who you're talking to, who you wanted to help, why, and how did you learn these things along the way that you share? All right. So I always had this like calling that I felt like I should be blogging. And I kept trying to like start a blog and like, I went through like three or four different ones until I landed on where I'm at right now with brittanyclarkson.com. And at first that started out with like just mom tips because that's what I was, was a first time early mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to share everything I learned. And it was a lot of like how to make baby food purees. Uh, And then I got to a point, like I kept falling off, not doing that, like not being consistent at all. And I realized it's because I didn't have like the actual passion and purpose behind it. I just knew what vehicle I was supposed to be in, Mm. but I didn't know where I was supposed to be going yet. And then what happened, I have struggled with depression and anxiety since Mm. I was like 12. And it was June of 2020 when like things got bad. And if you read my, my story that goes really in depth on the whole like transition of what happened to me, but like being a mom was too much and I was not taking any time for myself. And, you know, it was what, like three months into the pandemic or something. It was rough. And I had just been in counseling, like teletherapy two months before. Yeah. So I thought everything was okay, but everything just kind of piled together. And I had this one last big depressive episode and there came a day that was just too much for me. Like the kids were so much, um, all their behavior was just like really out of control because there was no structure for them. And all of like my internal was out of control because I had no structure and I was not taking any preventative measures and I just let things get bad. And that day, like I wanted to end things and I was out walking in the woods and it started raining and like God spoke to me in that time. 
and was like, what are you even doing right now? You know what you're supposed to be doing. You've had how many years, uh, you know, probably like all together, maybe six or seven years of therapy. Like mm-hmm. you have researched psychology, you know how to fix your brain. Why aren't you doing it? And I, I came out of the woods just soaking in rain. I felt like I'd been baptized all over again. Like I, I, I have been reborn. Life is changing from here on out. Like part of me definitely did die that day. And it was the worst parts. Mm-hmm. And so I came out of there and I started implementing all of the things that I'd learned for years. And then once I got my brain back where it needed to be, and I saw like, wow, this changed my motherhood. I have to tell everybody. And so that's when I started putting on the blog. And then I started like trying to learn like how do I grow blog traffic? How do I actually get people to know this exists? Because mm-hmm. this is going to help people. Um, I created my Happy Mom Brain workbook that was like all those exercises that I implemented at the very beginning to pull myself out of that. Mm-hmm. And I still use them. I'm still like going through the workbook over and over again. Yeah. So tell me more about the exercises that you have worked through that are that are in that um, Happy Mom Brain workbook. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about those exercises, how you came up with them, how you found them, and how they worked for you, how they were effective for you in your uh, healing journey, I guess, yeah. is almost how I would describe it. Um, yeah. So there's a lot in there, but the top there's a top few that I usually turn to and mm-hmm. highly recommend going with. Um, so one is like brain dumping yeah, because we just get so much going on up here and it can become so easy to forget. Like you need to just dump it out, just sit mm-hmm. and dump it out. So absolutely just writing down absolutely everything in my brain, whether it's to-do lists, whether it's thoughts that I'm having over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see it on paper and see like what is going on internally right now. Yeah. What am I feeling? What am I thinking? Let's see where I need to make any kind of adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then practicing gratitude is a big one. And I have this special little habit that I, I have started doing where the way I practice gratitude is when I feel very stressed, um, especially like when the kids are very high energy and it, I feel triggered by it, mm-hmm. I will either physically or just mentally step away from the situation and let them be kids and let them play. Um, but I will go and internally or write down on paper, start making a gratitude list about them. So, or if it's, you know, my husband getting on my nerves, I'll go make a gratitude list about him. If I'm feeling really stressed that the house is, you know, always in chaos, I will make a gratitude list about all the things I love about having this house. And that really helps to shift the brain so that when Mm -hmm. chaos happens, my brain immediately is like, okay, what am I grateful for? The greatest example I had of that was uh, a while back, my youngest climbed up on the uh, kitchen counter and he broke my coffee carafe. (laughs) I was like, this is devastating on so many levels because there's glass I have to clean up. The toddler's not supposed to be up on the counter. Uh, This means no coffee for tomorrow. There was so many levels of like, this isn't okay. Yeah. But I had been stepping away and practicing gratitude. So Mm -hmm. I heard the crash. I looked in the kitchen and I looked straight at my kid and I just immediately was flooded with gratitude for him and love. 
And I just held him and I told him I love him. And I just moved him into the living room on the couch. And I, I'm walking away from setting him down in such a loving way, thinking like, how am I not going insane right now? <laughs> how am I not yelling? How am I not angry about what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I just I felt so much like love and light. I was like, this is not a love and light situation. This is so cool. I love um, that. I, I mean, the concept of gratitude lists is something that I was introduced to is at a very young age. And in some ways I found them frustrating in my journey because it was always, you know, I was somebody that going through anxiety, going through a diagnosis of an anxiety disorder, and then going through later postpartum depression. It was like that mindset of, but you have so much to be grateful for your being, you know, whatever, whatever. But I love this concept of taking those gratitude lists to use them to change your own thoughts, not to focus on, oh, but I have so much good. I shouldn't feel this way, mm-hmm. but to focus on, I'm going to focus on uh, the good and change what I'm thinking. Not that it's not real, not that it's not there, not that the frustration isn't there because mm-hmm. I would be pissed if I was not going to have coffee in the morning. Um, <laughs> But to acknowledge those feelings and then shift that focus by thinking about the good, mm-hmm. not coming from a, from that angle of, but you have so much to be grateful for. And I love that so much. That is such a game changer for gratitude lists for somebody who struggles with anxiety, who struggles with depression. That's amazing. I love that. Thank you. Yes. Big game changer. Um, and I'd say the third like highly recommended exercise I have Mm -hmm. is um, like really focusing in on your negative thinking, singling out what kinds of thoughts are coming in that are not helping you. Mm So, I mean, a lot of times I know a lot of moms, me, especially like something goes wrong and I just start immediately like attacking myself. Um, Like, you know, you're not good enough for this. You sure don't deserve all these things you have. You're not good enough. You can't do this. Um, So I will take this specific thought Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe journal it out. If I have to go deep and find out where's this thought coming from, why am I thinking this thought? Mm -hmm. And then I create, I flip it to create the affirmation that I need. So if I'm saying I'm not enough, I find out why do I think I'm not enough? I create an affirmation that reaffirms like, yeah, you are enough because of this, Yeah, whatever it is, is going to help me in that situation. And that's the one that I will cling to. And I will hold on to until that thought's not coming in every single day again. I love that. Are affirmations a big part of your, I guess, um, mindset shifting journey, would you say? Yes. But also kind of now, like I've... (laughs) Like I've accidentally started using affirmations all of the time. Okay. I was never one to like look at a list of, you know, pretty affirmations and be like, oh, this one, I'm going to go say this in the mirror and then I'll believe it. Um, I've never been the talk to myself in the mirror kind of person. Mm -hmm. But when I find the negative thought and then I find the truth to that thought, like I didn't realize for so long that is an affirmation. Mm -hmm. speaking the truth over myself 
putting it on post-it notes everywhere, making it my phone wallpaper, constantly reminding myself every time the negative thought comes in of this positive truth. Like this is affirmations. This is affirming myself. I'm just integrating it into my life instead of saying it in the mirror, like the old school, you know, yeah. these affirmation tips used to be. <laughs> And it's so powerful because it's personal to you. It's mm-hmm. on it. It's not, you know, yeah, you could look up affirmations about self-doubt or about abundance or whatever it may be, whatever issue you're dealing with, but it's not going to be custom to you in the way breaking down the issue you're seeing down to that truth would be. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. Is there something in your repertoire that you feel like is so foundational to these moms that are working through this mindset journey, where should they start in terms of maybe not even just in your content, but even in, if they want to start working on their own mindset, mindset, what actions do they take first? I would say, start paying attention to what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Start, maybe keep like a thought inventory when you notice thoughts coming up, write them down so that you can look for like some kind of a pattern or notice like that thought sure is coming up a lot. I didn't realize that I was revolving around that thought so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Like pay attention to the way you're talking to yourself in your own brain. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're being the best friend to yourself and not being, you know, the critic in your brain, tearing you down constantly, telling you like any little bit of change you make isn't going to be enough. Yeah. The negative thoughts out and replace them with some positive ones. Um, really dive into what the truth is for you and cling to that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so I I know that in motherhood, so how many kids do you have? I have three little boys. Three. Yeah. So I have one little boy and I know that even just with one, it can be so chaotic. Mm -hmm. So you're tuning into how you break down those thoughts, break down those negative thoughts into truths. How do you find, I guess, the peace and the time to do that with all these little boys running around you, I'm sure causing chaos as usual and as adorable as they are. Um, how do you do that? How do you find that time? Okay. Yeah. It gets chaotic and it gets loud over here. <laughs> the number one way to ensure that I'll have some time is to just wake up before them and have, I mean, that is such a magical time when you can wake up early before your kids and get these kinds of thoughts going and do Mm -hmm. this kind of inner work because you're seeking this inner peace at the same time as the whole rest of the world is still asleep. And that, that like morning is silence Mm -hmm. and your fresh, hot cup of coffee, the first cup of the day is like perfect. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a magical moment that you can have. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't always happen because sometimes, you know, kids decide to wake up way early than you ever want them to. Yeah. Or earlier than you can ever expect them to. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a lot of thought work in the shower. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's when your brain's already going to just like relax with the hydrotherapy and you're already washing away all of the physical dirt of the day. Just go ahead and wash away all of the uh, mental stuff too. 
and Mm -hmm. get intentional about what you're thinking about in the shower. Yeah. I am a big fan of showering for like a, like a really good reset when I get really overwhelmed and I am just frustrated. I'm having a day and I need a second to like breathe and like literally rinse away Mm -hmm. what's not feeling good. It's like one of the things that I swear by it's in my like bad mental health day figurative toolkit, my mental like checklist of things that I go through when I am not having a good day, but you, you mentioned hydrotherapy. I would love to lean into that, into that a little more because I I think that's exactly what that is. I've just never Mm -hmm. put a term to it. Um, so I would love to hear more about your thoughts around that. If that's something that you engage in a lot, if there's, if it goes beyond showers, tell me more. (laughs) Um, I've had like a number of different hydrotherapy kinds of experiences in life, but most of the time it's really just in the shower. Um, I count anything. Water is like just healing. It's life. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, we're how much percent water, like 70% or something like, yeah. Water is, you know, it's necessary for us. We have to drink water. We have to wash with water. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think hydrotherapy is like just using it intentionally and purposefully. Um, so yeah, I do in the shower a lot, the same as you, a lot of times I'll just envision that the water is cleansing Mm -hmm. internally and externally. Um, and I've dabbled in some of the quantum jumping. Oh, interesting. I don't, I, I have, I know nothing. Tell me more. It sounds so crazy, but, um, like on the whole spiritual side of things, I've heard a lot of people talking about quantum jumping where in the shower you like envision the timeline you're in right now and all the parts you don't like about it as you're like letting the water spill on you. And then you step outside the water to detach from the old version of you and your old timeline. And then when you come back in the water, you envision everything that you want. Like, how do you want life to look now? Who do you want to be now? And I'm like, I don't know if I can really get behind believing that we're switching timelines. But from a psychological <laughs> standpoint, the symbolism of like distancing yourself from who you yeah. are and putting on who you want to be, I can get behind that. That is definitely a positive like switch in your brain being turned on. Yeah. I think the mindset shift around that and the like forcing yourself to process what you do and don't like to be able to be really clear on what you want is what's so powerful there. Yeah. I'm I'm in the same spot as you. I don't know if I can get behind the the switching timelines exactly. Right. But you know, whatever works. Um, So one more, I guess two more questions for you. So self-care, self-care is a lot of what I talk about here on the self-care lifestyle podcast. It is the foundation. Mm -hmm. What self-care do you practice on a regular basis or semi-regular, whatever, um, that is super, super effective for you that you just love. It is like one of your go-to acts of self-care and it doesn't have to be something that other people would think about as being self-care bonus points for that. (laughs) Um, aside from showering, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, Like when I think about self-care, 
if I'm getting away from the whole like cookie cutter self-care looks like this for everybody kind of thing. And I'm trying to think like, how do I really care for myself? Yeah. I'd have to say it's in being proactive about my mental health and Mm -hmm. just paying attention to what my mind is doing Mm -hmm. so that I don't fall down and get like sucked into the vortex that leads back into depression. Yeah. Yeah. And that is challenging, but so important to be aware of how you're feeling. Um, Yeah. I hear that. Um, Okay. So if they would like to stay connected with you, where can they find you? Um, Where they, where can they get more of this? Yeah. So I'm, I'm at brittanyclarkson.com or if you're on Instagram, it's Brittany underscore the happy mom. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was such a pleasure getting to know you better and talking through your journey. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before you go, be sure to grab my free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life slash ownyourselfcare. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. If you'd like to stay connected, find me on Instagram at Sarah Strives or on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk at you again soon.